Baptist Church, Charlotte. We get started. So, uh, Brother Don was kind to ask me to fill in today, and, and I'll tell you that, that those are big shoes to fill. I do have big feet, but but um, but proverbially, um, big shoes to fill, Brother Don. So, we love Brother Don, precious man of God. Um, I want to talk tonight about something that has been on my heart and it's something that has really ministered to my life um, for many years now um, and that is the word trust and trust, trust God and trust is is um, is a is a word that that people and and sometimes even Christians not just not just people in the world that that, that may not know the Lord but I think for all of us sometime maybe sometimes in, at some point in our life we 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 know or we knew what it was to have a trust issue and it is uh, maybe someone um, betrayed you or uh, maybe you felt like someone really let you down or or they let themselves down and, and in turn it let you down but but I'm going to talk tonight about trust I think that trust is it's a very important thing uh, in a child of God's life it's it's something that that um, that if we have a trust issue that we really need to ask the Lord to help to help us to to trust him and man will certainly let us down you know people invariably if you live life long enough you will find that we are all fallible <laughs> and we all have our moments um, and life happens but something about the Lord when when we found the Lord and I was just a, a, a youngster uh, when I first came to God but and I have lived um, and served him and have gone through many places but through it all God is here and God is he is with me um, I want to say that to trust God, it means that, that you will get there. And to not trust God, you may not get there. Um, because if you trust in, in this world, the world is weak. Um, the world is not eternal. But the Lord is strong. And He never grows weary. So... Trust means that we are that we are willing to go that extra mile, or however long it takes. That's trust. And sometimes when you put your trust in God or you put your trust in the Lord, it will be challenged, and life will come, and storms will come, and the trials will occur. And you will have weakness, and you will have to have to come to the Lord. But but God is there, and He will help us. He will encourage us. Um, and so when I say that that we we when we trust God, that we will get there. There are many things that that we come across in life and serving the Lord, and and just in dealing with life. Um, 
you know, we have Monday night Sister Pastor Lisa. She is um, she is the the leader the lead of this um, celebrate recovery, and some of you participate in that, and and so for many, trusting God is a real thing. Um, it's it's surviving another day. It's it's hanging on, and uh, and so, but when you trust the Lord, and you really trust God, and we're going to talk more about this in detail, but when you trust in God, you'll receive that healing, you'll receive that deliverance that you need in your life, you'll receive that strength of God when you're weak and you feel weak, you will get to the other side when you trust in the Lord. You will find that there is nothing lacking in God, and he keeps his promises. So story in John chapter 9, um, the story is is a um, it's a story about a blind man, and, and he, was, he was blind from birth. Uh, he had always been blind. His lot in life in those days and in those times, they were not like today. Um, there weren't, there were not special programs, and so they brought him in, into a special place. And every day he would he would beg for for the sustenance, the food, the bread, the water, and what he would receive in life. He would he would look to somebody else to to give him. He had become a beggar. And so the Lord was was passing through and and he saw this man and he stopped and it was the Sabbath day. And of course the Lord knew that it was the Sabbath day and and so he looked at him and, and he said to him, uh, uh, sir, he said, you are blind. And, and, and the Pharisees questioned the Lord um, after some things happened. And they said, who sinned? Did, the, did, did he sin or did his parents sin? Of course, the Lord said, neither. And, and, he, and he said, and the Lord was going to use this, this opportunity to show the glory of God. Um, and so he spat on the ground and, and he made this this mud and he put it on the blind man's eyes. And then he told the man, he said, I want you to go to the pool of Salome and there I want you to wash your eyes. You have been healed. And so some things happened to this guy, right? So there are some things, you know, when you... When you have a, a regular routine, even as a blind man, and and that gets changed for whatever reason, well, his routine was getting ready to change, right? Um, and so the Lord said, go and wash in this pool. We know Jesus Christ could have healed him on the spot right then, right there. But instead, he told the man, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. And immediately he went. He could have stopped. He could have thought about it. He could have got some self-doubt. He could have had all kinds of questions. Um, 
any manner of way he could have responded, but he responded in a way that that brought him to healing. That's kind of what trust is, right? Trust is uh, when you uh, when you have something going on. Trust requires a decision. It requires a response. Healing, when it happens, you know, instantly and quickly, and and it it's you you're in pain, and then you're you're healed, and the pain's gone. Um, we thank God for that, but it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes the Lord says, "Not now," and and in His wisdom, we trust Him, and we walk on, and we walk on. Um, I just because just because you did not receive what you thought you would have received in that moment does not mean that that you should not trust in the Lord and believe continue to believe and have faith in him faith always derives a response um, and so he obeyed the Lord and he received his healing praise God um, faith was given to us by the Lord, right? For I say, through the grace, uh, for the grace of God, um, that we would receive um, that measure of faith, that seed of faith. Um, God's not normal. People to God are not normal. I uh, I often think about about the way of God and and um, I'm sure people sometimes look at at what we do as people and um, and how we serve the Lord. We go to church, um, we pray, we fast, and and so you know God Himself He's 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 not you know He it. He's not just a normal, a normal thing, a normal, a normal entity, or a normal being. He is, he is anything but normal. He was conceived by the Holy Ghost, um, supernatural uh, occurrence, born of a woman, but yet he was the Son of God. Not normal. Um, he, we know that you know he turned the water to wine. Um, he saw people from afar and called them to be followers and to, and, and to become a disciple. Um, he died on a cross. He resurrected on that third day. He was seen by 500 people, the scripture says, as witnesses, so that it would be, it would be known that, in fact, he had been resurrected from the dead. A glorified body, not normal. To trust God is, and to believe and have faith in, in a God, uh, you know, who has uh, supernatural power and and is able to to touch a life and uh, change a heart, um, to take a heart full of hate, and in a moment's time with their obedience to God and with a bended knee, they could be transformed. Pastor Don taught about transform to be transformed last week. I enjoyed it so much. 
um, that's not normal. And it's not normal to forgive people when they have done you wrong and, and to, then to go the next step and pray for them. And so to trust God, sometimes it's, it's, it, it's, it's not normal in life, but God has changed the people of the Lord, uh, the believer. He has done a work in a heart. He's done a work in a life. And so because of that, when we hear the scripture, uh, trust in the Lord and lean not unto your own understanding, right? Trust in the Lord with all your might, with all your strength, to trust in the Lord and lean not into your own understanding. There are some scriptures I'm, I'm kind of I'm going to go through some of these. Um, Psalms chapter 4, verse 5. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Psalms 115, verse 9. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Psalms 37, verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. And so, again, that word is trust in the Lord. That's an action. It's something that we have to do. It's not natural. It's not normal to trust God. Um, the way the world is you know they take the path of least resistance they they trust in themselves i think maybe even more so ever than ever um we have so much at our disposal you can you don't have to call anymore you can just get on an app and they can um you can you can uh, talk with a doctor um there's, there's there's so many things that 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 we can help ourselves. It it almost lends toward us not trusting in God. It's easy just to be involved in everyday life and just and just do your thing. And and if you aren't careful, you you know you, you can go to a doctor. Um, you can go to a program. You can you can go to people. Uh, just sit right there in your home. Never have to leave. Groceries will just they will deliver them. And and you learn where you, you get to where you don't have to rely on people, and you don't have to rely on others. And so that becomes the norm. But when the Lord said, "Trust in me," trust. Uh, lean not to your own understanding. Follow after me. It requires it requires a response. It requires an action, and really, it requires having a faith that God's going to see you through. He's going to help you. He's going to pick you up when you're down. He's going to heal your body when you're in sickness. He's, he's going to help you when there are financial struggles. And when you are um, getting down and you feel depression, he's going to heal that broken heart, heal that mind. And so, but it requires, it does require 
that the person that they respond in a way that they are going to rely on God. Amen. It says, dwell, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. It's a long journey. Life's a long journey. It really is. And so why do we need to trust God? Why wouldn't you trust God? Amen. Why would you not trust in God? We know him. We know that he is, he's not just a, a savior. You have seen him do uh, the impossible. I have seen the hand of the Lord heal so many bodies, touch people. I've seen the Lord uh, touch a, a woman that was high on drugs and in a moment is sober because she felt the touch of God upon her heart. And so why would we not trust God? He's greater than this world. He's greater, greater than the things and the provisions and whatever this world can give us, he is bigger than that. He's faithful. He is faithful. Psalm 73, 28. It is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare, that I may declare, that I may declare all your works. I have put my trust in the Lord God. We need to say, Lord, I put my trust in you. I put my confidence in you. I am going to rely upon you, Lord. I will do it blindly. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I'm going to trust in you, Lord. What is faith, right? Um, Hebrews 11. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Don't have it. It's not material. You can't see it. But faith is the evidence. It's the evidence. Faith is... It is... In the supernatural world, it is tangible. It is tangible. It is that substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good report or a good testimony. Faith is dynamic. It's what God brings into our life. It's what God does in our life. And so, um, going back to uh, Hebrews here, I want to read another scripture here in Hebrews 13, 5. Um, verse 6, it says, So we may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? It's your response to God. 
it's your trust is your response to God and it's a journey we know it's a journey it's a marathon it's it's not a it's not a sprint you can't hurry it up you can't hurry up your 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 life it's it is a day by day and who better to put our trust in than in the Lord there's a scripture another scripture I want to read to you see if I have it here um I thought I brought it with me. Let me find it, folks. Um, Galatians 6, 9. I will not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I don't know how many people in, in, in the room are, are planners and, and green thumbs. Um, I I grew up as uh, my my grandfather uh, was a farmer. He was a rice farmer, um, soybean farmer, and there in the flatlands of Arkansas. And um, and so um, we lived on that farm for a number of years. And I was just a little boy, and and I I knew what it was for them to go out and to plant. And my dad had grew up as a, as a, you know, on the farm and, um, they had big equipment. They, they put the seed in the ground, pray for rain, <laughs> pray that it wouldn't have bad windstorms and tornadoes and nonsense and, uh, because harvest was coming. Um, they didn't plant just to plant, but they, you know, they, they put the seed in the ground and they knew that that uh, it was planting season. They knew when to plant. They just kind of learned, you know. You, um, and you know, some people say you don't, you shouldn't plant before Mother's Day and, and whatever. But but and so they planted in the ground. And the scripture says, "In due season, in due season, we shall reap if we faint not." In due season. There's a lot said in the scripture about sowing and reaping. There really is. Um, you'll reap when you sow. Um, if those who sow sparingly will, will reap sparingly. Those who sow bountifully will reap bountifully. Those who sow to the flesh, corruption, right? Those who sow to the spirit they'll receive everlasting life. The promise of God. The promise of God. His promises. You can count on His promises. He does not grow weary. Galatians 6, 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sows, he will reap. I, we can appreciate God we can, because we know that he's going to give us his best. Amen. Amen. He's not going to give us less than that. Amen. Isaiah chapter, yeah, Isaiah chapter 40, um, verse 28 
let me, I want to turn there and see if I can find it here in my Bible. Um, it is, it talks about, it talks about the Lord and um, let's see. I found it. Isaiah's big book, isn't it? That's one of the big prophets. It says, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? And this is this is King James Version for us. That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. When the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Glory to God. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run, not be weary. And they should walk and walk not be faint. And not be faint. And not faint. God is faithful. He's a mighty God. He's a mighty God. So what does trust do for us? Trust is that element. It's that thing. It's that it's that peace. You know, God puts faith in our heart. And and faith is a it's you know, faith is vibrant. It's not weak, it's strong. Um, it's bold. It's it's not timid. Um, what's the scripture that he didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a strong mind, a sound mind. So faith, faith is is powerful, it's dominant. And and trust is that faith in action that takes us as long as it takes it, 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 until we get there. It doesn't let us down. It's, it's relying on a faithful God for, for the day, for tomorrow. He won't fail you. He will not let you down. Um, there's a story that Don Connolly penned the story of a father and his young daughter and it goes like this a little girl and her father were crossing a bridge and the father was kind of scared and so he asked his little his little girl he said sweetheart please hold my hand so that you don't fall into the river the little girl said no dad you hold my hand and the, her dad was puzzled, and he said, well, what's the difference? And his little daughter said, there's a big difference. If I hold your hand and something happens to me, chances are that I may let your hand go. But if you hold my hand, I know for sure that no matter what happens, you will never let go. The powerful force of trust. God is powerful. He told that blind man, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. And it required a response from him. The Lord could have healed him on the spot, just like Peter and John walking into the into the temple in Acts 3. Silver and gold have I none, but rise up and walk. 
Amen. But this on this day, go and wash. He went. He trusted the word of the Lord. I appreciate God tonight. I appreciate what God does tonight. I appreciate what the Lord does. He paid the full price. He paid it all. It's bought and paid for. And as sure as the sun will come up tomorrow, we can lay, we could, he, he has us in his hand and we can lay whatever burdens we have and he will care for us. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. I don't know really. You know, you, you, in, in business, they say you should have a guarantee, right? And, but I, I, I really, I just, I don't know that they can really guarantee anything because what if what if everything just kind of hit the wall tomorrow and the market collapsed and, and we lost electricity and, and whatever and, and I'm not not trying to be a conspiracy guy but but what if there's no guarantees in this life in this world Scripture says that some trust in some trust in horses and chariots, or some trust in their bank accounts, trust in their good car. But he said, "For me, he says, I'm going to trust in the Lord, in the name of the Lord." Amen. Amen. We can, we can count on God. Hi, Sister Bernice. I see you got your hand up. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see all the, the screen. So, um, so if there's a raised hand, just speak up. <laughs> oh no, I would I would just agreeing. Praise God. You know, sometimes your your trust is put to the test. Yes. Praise the Lord, and then you have to really, really back up and say, God, do I really trust you? And, you know, because sometimes I find, sometimes I'm selective in what I'm thinking I need to trust God for. But if I'm really going to trust him with my whole heart, I'm going to lay down my selection. You know, what I select, well, God really can't do this, God really can't do that. But just to really... um, be open and say, God, I'm going to trust you in everything. Praise God, no matter how insignificant I might think right. it is. But Amen. he's still requiring for me to trust them. Yeah. Praise God. He's still requiring me to trust him. So I don't want to be selective in my trust towards the Lord. Yeah. I want to be able to just lay it all and allow him to do, you know, yeah. even if it's, even in my eyes, it might seem like a small thing. You know, I don't know about anybody else on this line, but I'm sure there's something on our hearts that we need to just stop, abandon, abandon that thought that I don't need to trust God for that. <laughs> you know, I, I was, I have, and I think we have all been in a place where, where it, you get in such a rhythm and, and I, by nature, I'm a guy that um, I just don't ask for help very much, and I'll try and figure it out on my own, sometimes to my own demise. <laughs> but it's it's just the way I was raised, I guess. And um, But the Lord, uh, I feel like it was the Lord, <laughs> said to me um, not too many years ago that it's going to be a journey of faith. 
and I thought, oh, it required a response from me. I could not ignore it. And, and you know, when the Lord, when you know that, that you have to make a decision, and, and that decision means that you're going to have to trust Him, it, it means something. And, and there, have been, there have been spots in the course of, of the last few years where it's like a still small voice says to me, I told you, you, you got to trust him. He said, this is right now. You got to trust me right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I trust you, Lord. So, I I think that I think that it is. It's not just a one-time decision. And there are stops along the way. You, Sister Venetia, are right. You're going to be challenged, and and you're going to be tested. And the trials of life, um, they're going to come knocking at all of our doors. Sometimes you got to get in that prayer closet and have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles, right? And and let him just wash in, get that fresh, that refreshing. And I don't, I don't want to say that you, you got off track, but you, it gets you back on the, the saying is, I, I'm back on the straight and narrow. <laughs> And you know, straight is the way and narrows the gate, right? So, but um, life is going to bring you to a place um, when we. It's so easy to trust in life, so easy to trust in yourself. But God's word is right; His word is truth. Lean not to your own understanding. He said, "In all your ways acknowledge Him." Amen. Praise God. It's an exciting life to serve the Lord. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you will help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please text GIVE to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come worship with us. Thank you.